Welcome to the Real Deal Podcast. I'm Maddie Marshall, and this webcast is brought to you by ansgear.com. Check it out. They have ridiculous prices on pretty much everything that you need in the game. And uh, I am incredibly excited to have my fellow compatriots uh, played many years with Rich Telford and Thomas Taylor from Sacramento Excessive in the house. Thomas, how you feeling, man? Glad to be here, buddy. Yeah, Rich, how you feeling good after that? You guys just took the monstrous, beautiful drive through oh, yeah. Central Phoenix. California. Phoenix. So beautiful yeah. in uh, Fresno this Honestly, time of year. I wanted to just keep going. Yeah, because you know, it just gets prettier as you can start going into Mexico. Oh, uh, totally. <laughs> but yeah, we had a commitment. You know, we made a commitment to you, so we stopped. I very much appreciate you keeping your word, you know, because, you know, if you flaked on me on this one, you know, I've been trying to get you in a webcast, and you just keep, I've no, I've got to meet the I president. Um, I just, a lot of people wants pulling to me in dinner. a lot of directions, you know? You know, it's, it's cool. I totally understand. Um, but, yeah, I'm stoked to have these guys sitting in with me here, and, uh, you know, we're going to break down the history of, uh, of Excessive, talk about you guys been in the game for so long, you know, very salty. I'd like to say you guys are a little salty, you know, but in a good way, you know, like as in adding flavor, <laughs> you know, not as a hey. preservative because you're not hey. old enough to need preservatives. It's all about yet. being the salt and the light, right? <laughs> it's all about being the salt and the light. So, yeah, I'm excited to have them here. Uh, really great insights into the game. You guys really are true professionals and have kept the excessive uh, name alive. And this is a big year for you guys. You guys are uh, making a big push to, you know, build up, um, you know, your team and continuing to do well. So uh, really looking forward to seeing you guys compete in the PSP this year. Um, and it, it's going to be a pretty brutal year. We'll get to that. For the other it. teams, you mean? Yeah, well, yeah, can't. <laughs> totally. so it's going to be great for us. Yeah, absolutely. A million percent. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, there's just a lot of history there. And definitely want to pick your brain on, on a lot of the stuff that's, that's been going on behind the scenes with some of these other teams. And then, you know, talk a lot about how you guys got to where you are right now. Not actually sitting in these chairs, right? I, okay, you know, I've I've been the I've done the drive to Modesto <laughs> many many times. Yeah, Wonderful. Well, add three hours on it's where I'm at. Oh, that's I mean, right. Got, I went farther north. No one said I was smart. Pretty, pretty. Was it par- Paradise? Yeah. Paradise, California. Paradise, baby. That's the best name. Uh, the you state. know what? It's worth being there. You know yeah. I, though I don't never been to Paradise. Are there like unic like magical unicorns? Just like you mm. know, rainbow waterfall. If you mean by like old retired people that are doing lefts on the wrong side of the road because it's <laughs> yes, yes, those are our unicorns. <laughs> you get used to it. And that's three hours north of, of Modesto. Modesto. You know yeah. what's it's interesting that you guys are you know, it's thank you for now practicing in San Diego. God, when I was on the team, we had to drive up to Modesto. Really appreciate you changing yeah, that, like, no pretty problem. much right when I retired. Thanks. Yeah, but see, you left the team when we were – see, we were cool back then. We had Matt Marshall, so people came to us. You left. We're like, oh, if Matt's not on the team, you got to drive to San Diego. See, <laughs> so you basically, did, you, you actually did us a disservice uh, twice. I, I, One, you left. Now, two, got to drive to San Diego. My, I, you know, I'm sorry. I apologize. But the uh, – the things have changed, right? Back in the old days, there was a bunch of good teams up in NorCal to practice against, right? So it was easy for us to do that. But now we gotta we got to make the drive down here where the good teams are. Well, it's important that you play good teams. Yeah, I was, I was doing a, a Splatmaster thing in Bentonville, Arkansas, and a kid was giving me a hard time. He's like, you know, we have a hard time because we're the best team in this whole area, probably the best team in the whole state. And I was like, well, you got you to do what you got to do, man. You got to go find the competition. I was like, how far you got to go? He's like, it's like an hour and a half to where Greg Pauly and those guys. And I, honestly, I want to choke him to death. Oh, I got the same thing from guys in Europe before. I've been over, I was in, uh, I think we were in Germany one year, I, someplace in Europa. But we were over there and, you know, they were, they were uh, complaining. Some, I was talking to some guy. He's like, Maddie, you don't understand how hard it is for the teams out here in Europe. And I was like, 
Oh, I was like, oh, good story. You know, I, I love good stories, whatever. It's Interesting. About. And I was like, okay, well, tell me how hard it is for you guys. You know, what are your hardships? And he's like, do you have any idea how far we have to travel to practice? Like, it's ridiculous. And I'm like, well, how, how far? He's like, we had to drive four hours, you know, four hours both ways in order to just even just get to practice. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, let me get this straight. Just four hours? Like, dude, I don't feel sorry for you at all. I used to have to go to like NorCal or wherever it was for literally years. years. And I remember one time we went up to practice up in Modesto and, you know, at your field. I can't remember what year this was. Or no, between your – all the different places we played there. 74 times in one year. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> but, um, but I remember one time we counted and it was like – I think there was maybe 17 to 20 trips up just for practice to NorCal in one year, in yeah. like one calendar year. And because, um, you know, we were – that was back when yeah. it was every single yep. weekend grind. We grind was blow on. through a whole skit of paint a weekend and – um, How many paintballs did we shoot back then? Five million. One hundred twenty cases a week. Yeah, one hundred and twenty cases a week. Remember, I thought I thought we had something like five million, and then we got like two months left, and we're like, yeah, we've already shot all our paint. That's ah, okay. We'll get some more. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, oh, real quick, Rich, I wanted to talk to you about this because I saw this the other day, and I was like, no way, that is awesome. So let me get this straight. You're sponsored by Onnit now. I am sponsored by Onnit. Okay. Yeah. Well, where are my nootropics? I uh, want in the truck right now. I brought please. them down for you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I brought some alpha brain down. I yes. brought some shroom tech, and I brought some um, the shroom tech immune also. Tight. Yes, because I, you know, big fan of the Rogan podcast. And, yeah, that's uh, then that's where I heard about it first. Yeah, and so I've been, you know, listening to all the stuff, and you know, obviously we're love MMA, and we've been yep. into that for years, but. Um, it, it was just cool to kind of see that to see that company kind of bridge over and understand hey you want to talk about an activity where you need something like that you know and for people that aren't familiar with the company um it, it's owned by a guy go to his, he has a um, i'm a big fan of his podcast too it's warriorpoet.us yeah I and to him uh it's uh, aubrey marcus and he's got incredibly fascinating stories he's really kind of one of those like seeking souls Pioneer. who who's really kind of getting out there and trying to find out like what life really is it's just yeah. really fascinating stuff and then so you know so like you know fan of that and then uh and i when i started hearing about that stuff i'm like wow that's the type of stuff you need when you know if you want to try to do everything you can to to transcend your game because or just whatever because it's i think out of all the all the active sport games out there paintball is probably one of those where if you're just a little bit smarter and a little bit quicker mentally than the other guy, yeah, you can you can have that advantage. Obviously, otherwise, I wouldn't be playing anymore. So, <laughs> it's a, it's a big boost for me. Um, and and for me, like I've taken supplements ever since I was a kid. I started doing martial arts when I was a kid. I've seen years the, old. the big variety packs yeah. that you and, have at your house. I open up the magazines and you go through the magazines and every page is telling you how their product is the absolute best product in the world. And like nobody wants to drop a few hundred dollars on on supplements to find out that the stuff doesn't work. Well, with on it, it's a money back guarantee. So I was like, I'll buy this stuff and it doesn't work. I'll send it back. Luckily, I haven't had to do that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So um, I, I was actually buying the products and using them before they started sponsoring me. So it worked out really, really well. And they're, it's a great company, man. They, they honestly didn't know anything about paintball, you know. Um, Lou talked to them and kind of got it going. She did a little search. As soon as she searched, one of her personal friends was a fan of Excessive already. That kind of bridged the gap. And then Layla's just been taking really good care of us every since. And That's awesome. I get a, a box in the mail every couple of weeks. And uh, as that company grows, we're going to try to turn it into from a personal sponsorship into a team sponsorship. And uh, it's, it's really exciting. Yeah, no, it really is. Because I, I was, I was, it was one of those things where I was truly i mean you hear about so many over the years sponsorships or this or that that was one of those things that i was like that's awesome dude that's really cool and it was good to see that company um 
you know, understand smartly that, you know, man, there's paintball. There's a ridiculous market for something there's like that. There's a lot that. of people that play paintball. Yeah, lots of, lots of millions of people that play paintball. So um, let's talk about the team this year a little bit. How okay. do you guys feel that you're looking in uh, – um, how do you feel that you're looking this year? T, you want to start off? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I think we're looking real good. We came off uh, uh, one of the best years I think we've had, you know, winning, winning a, a world title and, you know, a different league. And, uh, uh, you know, you know how that is. You can play off of it. And um, one, of, one of the cool things is, is uh, I think as a group, we've decided we're not going to, you know, we're not going to live off that. You know, our focus is get better, you know, and whether you're on top or whether you're on bottom, if you're not focused on getting better, then it's going to be rough. Right. And so mm -hmm. uh, I really feel we got a common bond. Like everybody's like, OK, well, whatever I did yesterday, I'm going to last year, I'm going to improve that. You know, I'm going to go into this season with with a new drive to step up my game and, you know, two three four areas you know and so uh you know i really feel i feel cool about it because we're we're all we're all driven i think in that same direction before we go <laughs> kind of into the nuts and bolts of that i just want to ask you a question i mean you know you're saying about self-improvement you're talking about self-improvement right now you guys have both been playing this game for so long now that do you really this still will be my third season this will th yeah for God, three complete seasons three complete like full couple zeros on the back <laughs> Can you – is the paintball even 30 years old? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. even know. <laughs> Possibly. So, Rich Teller has been playing 375,000 years. It has. It is. feels like it. It feels like it. Yeah. 30, 33 years old. Right? Yeah. See, well, you are. I mean, that's impressive because that means you're only 33. So yeah. Because you've basically only been playing since you're three paintball. years old. Yeah. The doctor slapped me, and I shot him with my, <laughs> with my tipman. So, do you guys still feel that you are improving your game? Uh, we actually were talking about that on the way down here. Um, I, I feel like uh, I'm constantly evaluating myself uh, and trying to be as critical of myself as I can be. You know, paintball is tough because so much of what we do is ego-based. You know, like you have to have that supreme confidence to go out and be able to do what we do on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to tear yourself down. But it, it's just not me and Thomas. And I, I told Thomas on the way down that I am so proud. of Like Riley Sullivan is one of the guys who's on the team who's a veteran. And... Uh, most guys get to the point long before where in their careers before where Riley is, you know, Riley's at a very elevated position. Um, they just shut off. You know, you just, you can't tell them anything because they know everything. They've seen everything. They've done everything. And uh, Riley made it a self-evaluation for him that he fills out now every, every, between every point. You know, hey, did I, you know, was I playing sloppy? Did I die early? Did I, you know, did I shoot some, you know, basic form. Do just you have so interns to run around with those clipboards to fill uh, those out we, in the we two do. minutes? Her name's Lucretia Rainier. Okay, sweet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I've been working really hard on the offseason, probably the hardest I've worked. I've, I've really kind of, re HB, winning HB last year was huge for me. Like, it, it really charged me and kind of gave me that energy, that boost that I needed, you know, because when you play and do anything for a long time, you can get stagnant. And uh, since then, I feel like I've been working really, really hard off season, just really, really pushing myself, really trying hard to do things that I'm not good at, more left-handed, mm -hmm. more getting the snake, more stuff like that that I'm not comfortable at. Uh, and then Thomas and I, we've just been working out like savages. But Rich, how do you improve upon your four point two forty speed? I mean, it's just, I don't understand how well, I'm running it faster up, than Now that. it's uphill. Oh, so that was yeah. that was on a steep downhill. Okay, okay. But now that I'm running that uphill, I feel like you know that's an improvement. You know, we've stretched it from 40 feet to 40 yards. <laughs> 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 oh, it's gonna be one of those kind of podcasts. <laughs> All right. Just remember just, you started just stretching it out. <laughs> stretching <laughs> out the insult. Hey, no, you know you you want to keep yourself positive, right? So you just put 40 down there. It doesn't matter what 40 is. <laughs> yeah. Just, just say just say it's your 40 time. Yeah, really. 40 I mean, no one no one even says yards yeah, these days, know, right? 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 I mean, yeah, it's 2013. Are we on the metric, system, metric anyway? system? Yeah, I was removing well, you, know, you know, for me, I mean, uh, uh, I've been uh, uh, injury plagued a little bit, you know. So uh, 
for me uh, that coming off that uh, that injury from Chicago, which uh, you know I'm still struggling with, but you know it's getting a lot better. So for me, that's that's something to improve upon, right? So I uh, I got to build up a lot of things again. You know, getting my speed back. Uh, I've been working on my agility. Things that uh, you know you, you lose, you lose. You know when you can't use, you know you know you can't do workouts, you can't do certain things. You know, and uh, you know uh, coming off that injury, I've had other injuries that have happened because of that. You know, um, struggling with different stuff. So you know for me, on top of you know. I feel you can always get better. You know, you can always be crisper. You can always, you know, learn to communicate better. You can always, you can always work on the little things. You know, what I mean, in, in any sport, right? So, uh, you know, uh, I've always felt like I've been motivated to do that. But now I'm motivated to, to be become the athlete I was. You know, so that's that's helped me get a new drive. You know, it's like okay, well, I got to get back to where I was. You know, you know, four or five years ago. Yeah. Well, the cool thing about paintball and the game itself, especially when you're playing at a real high level, is it really is such a big test mentally. I mean, yes, physically it's a test too, but realistically, it, you know, it's it's really a mental test, and it's kind of one of those minute to learn, lifetime to master type things. You yep. know, it's like oh, simple game, just shoot the other guys before they shoot you, get the flag, you're good to go, score some more points, and you win. But man, you know, I mean, here you guys are, you know, over a decade into the professional side of things, and still sitting there, you know, looking at your game, trying to figure out, okay, well, where am I deficient, and you know, it really is. It's such a hard skill to master. You know, it's, it's, it's really it is challenging. Yeah. But I think that's what keeps me going. You know, like I, I feel like if there was no more challenges out there, well, why would I be doing this? You know, and it's for both Thomas and I, it's a we have to look at ourselves individually like, hey, how's my skill? How's my play? How's my blah, 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 blah. But then there's the whole team concept. You know, we're really trying to figure out how we can help the other guys on the team as much as we can. You know, we want to go out there and be the best players that we can individually, but we also want to go out there and help our, our teammates get up to the highest level that they can. And, you know, like in the old days, we just screamed and yelled and punched, and it was easy, you know? And now you've got to pick and choose. You know, you got to be, good job, buddy, nice job out there. You Are know? you still slapping each other? Because me and Thomas were giving each other, yeah. you know, some jabs via text message. Um, Thomas <laughs> said he's going to serve me up a big old nice fresh slap like back in the day. And I was Ooh. like, bring it. You got little troll hands. You know, it's not going to be that bad. He's got a lot, got a lot of force behind it. <laughs> We're going back and forth. I just want to know, are you still slapping each other? Just, to, you know, because we used to slap the shit out of each other. To be to, honest, to, to though, get up for games. we did. And you took it like a champ, but you were getting ready for one 25-minute game. Yeah. You know, now we play 30 points or so, and if we were slapping each other before every point, I don't know that it would be constructive. You know, at some point, you're not going to be able to see out of one eye, and your hand's going to get swollen. I remember uh, Shane Pastana gave me one before uh, a game in uh, Atlantic City that seriously rung I, my I bell. Rem I remember he, that one. He hit me high, you know? He didn't yep. hit me like it was a slap, so yep. he kind of like open-hand bear-pawed me, kind of yep. like temple jaw area mm. back here you yeah. know yeah and uh i died you know i just i was like yeah whoosh, awesome gave him a high five like yeah i'm ready to go now and then afterwards uh, like right after that i was like and i literally you or if it was if it was chinker i can't remember i i gave you a hot one but you got mad at me because i guess i palm striked more than it was a a hot one and uh that was somebody else my chin's made out yeah, of stuff. I, I, I took a full <laughs> closed hand and one i think it's in heroes for a day we'll go i remember a mask me like <laughs> <laughs> used to hate that was remember davy davy used to hate that stuff it's funny because like as excitable as davy can get and as passionate as he is about stuff davy williamson hated being the guy to like you didn't want i remember one time i gut punched him before the start of a point you know i was just kind of i didn't even really mean to but we're you know going around it was like right before like the 10 seconds like all right, 10 seconds. And we're getting home like, yeah, let's get it up, boys. Get it up. And I like gave him a check in his solar plexus and I hit him harder than I thought I was going to. And he was like, Hugh! 
dick. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and like, and I was like, oh, whoops, dude. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. So no slaps anymore. Is what no slaps. They I mean, no, so honestly, you guys are getting I think in soft, Vegas, bro. I think in Vegas we slapped each other before uh, before the last match um, to get kind of to get fired up a little bit. Um, but you know, it's a different mentality nowadays. You know, like when we started playing paintball, it was all men. It was just grown ass men out there playing. Mm-hmm. And now you got little kids and teenagers and stuff. So I, you know, I think it, I think in some respects it's really good that it's changed and these new guys are coming in. But we've had to change and adapt and develop to to kind of stick with it. You know. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you have to be able to morph to either the game or the situation, life itself. I mean, you're right. I mean, back when I started playing, I was 16 years old running around with a bunch of grown-ass men, construction workers and successful businessmen and crazy dudes in the military. And like, But they were all a little off their rocker. Obviously. And yeah. And so it was... But it was cool because then I got a real good a lot of life lessons from these older for dudes. Sure, for sure. Um, but then, yeah, you know, and it is... T- obviously, obviously, it's great that... You know, more younger kids are playing because it is such a positive force. It's a kind of, you know, paintball is one of those things that gets those internal demons out yep. like MMA or like any anything or football. Or it's it really kind of lets that aggressive beast live yep. for just a brief time in a in controlled a manner, manner. In positive, controlled yep. manner. So you can exercise that from your soul a little bit so that when you get to regular life, the volume's tuned down a little bit. So it's not that big of a deal. You kind of handle things a little bit better, not fly off the handle. Yeah, well, I can, I can imagine that I, I love the kids on our team, but I think we've got four kids. I can imagine if we slapped one of those kids, they would probably pack their stuff up and go home. And I love them to death and, and they'll grind all day long. They'll take five shots to the neck and not complain about it. But I could just imagine trying to get one of those guys fired up, giving them a good hot one and just being like, Okay, I'm just gonna go get my gear now and just never see him again. <laughs> I think you give Pat or Jaime a hot one. You know, if you let them know, like, hey, I need to get worked up, give me one first, let them give you one. Yeah. And then they'd be like, oh, wait, now I gotta get one you, back. But, I think yeah. they can take it. Maybe. Ben and Jerry, I would just, I would feel so bad. Yeah. Well, you know what, too, though? And um, not so much, uh, well, I was just gonna say, but during that, that kind of year, um, I would say like 2003-ish to about 2005 before the guns got tuned down as far as the balls per second. Yeah. You were also really kind of getting yourself ready for more of a war. Yeah. Because the games were 25 minutes long. The guns were shooting 25 balls a second. And no joke, like 20, 25 balls a second. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And when you got I – me- I remember sitting in the shower one uh, event. It was, And I remember where it was uh, in Vegas. And um, I counted something like 75 welts just from my upper body to the top of my head alone. And I, because I was playing up the center that that event, and had a pretty good event, but I was running through a lot, and I was just getting cut in half to take somebody down. Yeah, right. And so you know, you were really kind of getting yourself ready to go into going to war, man. to a lot of pain. Yeah. You know, when you think about it, we could give each other a hot one, and both we could both be standing there. You know, bells rung. Yeah. Maybe not see right that first yeah. point. But we had 50 minutes, two 25-minute halves yeah. to, you know, get it back. Now yeah. you go lose that first point, you may have lost the match, you know. The yeah. team can go sit on you for the next, you know, you know, whatever it is, 12 minutes that's left or something. Which you know, is, so. you know, which is good that there's a more distilled version of the game as it's developed throughout the years, uh, which is a good thing. But, yeah, it, it, was, it was a little bit different back in the day. But speaking of stuff that's been getting kids into the game you guys are working with the the splatmaster guns yeah, yeah. talk to me a little bit about that because i remember rich is a little sorry my is, wolf is uh yeah. attacking. <laughs> sorry wolf that's a big wolf so <laughs> yeah uh we've been doing the jt splatmaster now thomas and i both came on about six months ago yeah yeah, yeah. and it's honestly like uh i'm not just saying this because i work for the company this is the best thing that's happened for paintball in the last six or seven hundred years tell me what you really think uh i think it's good uh, I, I, for me, uh, going back to what I said earlier, you know, 
more and more like I have a paintball field and you go out to my paintball field, 80% of the people out there are kids. And, and the worst thing, if you love paintball, the worst thing you can see is a kid coming off a paintball field crying yeah. because some retard just blasted him at, you know, 400 feet per second yeah. with some crazy spider or something. And because not only is that kid not going to play paintball anymore, he's going to tell everyone of his friends not to play paintball. His mom's going to get on her little blog mm-hmm. and tell, you know, her 3,500 friends not to play paintball anymore. And I, I really feel like um, paintball evolved, you know, with going from just like you said, salty, salty dudes out in the woods, you know, that are ex-military or crazy dudes or, or a 16-year-old kid that's just, you know, super smart and super aggressive. And now it's all kids. And we didn't evolve to, to meet that, you know. We just kept shooting those kids at 300 feet per second with these big, big, heavy paintballs. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and, you know, if you think back, like, you know, when I, when I first started, I haven't been playing quite as long. I mean, a few people had, like, what, maybe angels back then, you know. Mm-hmm. But everything else was an autococker or, or a pump. So even if a kid did come out and he got one, he only got one hot one. Yeah. You know, so he's like, it might have, like, you know, scared him off a little bit, but, you know, he would come back, you know. And so, uh, you know, like you said, there's been no, no gap, you know. You know, how do, we, how do we get people involved? The cool thing was is um, last week when I was coming off and we were at Rich's Field, there's a huge – Huge group out there playing Splatmaster, you know, on the Fort Field where we used to hold off like hundreds coming at us. Oh yeah, the epic battles yeah, like Christmas days and stuff. Yeah. Um, so they're they're all out there playing, and uh, you know, I just stopped to go over and look because you know I, I really enjoy it. I, I want the sport to grow forever. I mean, I love paintball, so this for me is, is huge. Being a part of something yeah. that I feel and you have kids yourself to, now. Yeah. I mean, Keith's three and he plays it right. No way. Um, but uh, the, the cool thing was is there's there's this Better mom be. standing there next to uh, I don't know two two guys and they're, they're all watching. And I, wa- I, you know, I'm not even paying attention to really what she's doing, but, you know, uh, I look over and she's, you know, saying something to the dude. I don't really pay attention again. I'm just watching him have fun. And then she leans over. She's like, man, you know what? I might actually even go play this. And I'm like, dude, like, like to me, like right now, it's giving me goosebumps because like, that's what we need, man. Our sport is awesome. It is great for families. You know, mm-hmm. when I started with my friend and his dad, you know, they played together and that was the only common bond they had, mm-hmm. you know, but because we've transitioned so far from something fun into a sport, we, we, you know, like Rich said, I think we lost a lot of that. And to hear her say that and to watch these kids running around and be like, oh, he shot me and it was no big deal. And then, you know, afterwards, a couple guys are just standing there shooting each other. Like, you know, kids, I mean, you know, they're and you know, they're, they're tiny, dude. It's, it's, it's a great product. So it's, it's cool to be, to be a part of, of this. And when I first, <laughs> and when I first saw it, um, you know, I, it, it, it was, I, was, I was wondering how I was going to shoot, you know. I was like, oh, those look kind of cool. They look like something I would want to play with when I was a kid. Would have been. I loved when we were shooting BB guns at each other and throwing rocks at each other in the canyon. So you know, we, <laughs> that would have been right up our alley. Yeah. But uh, you know, I I, I didn't know how to chop. Then I shot one, and I was like, I yeah, this is pretty sweet. Yeah. I mean, they, they definitely play shoot well enough that you can play competitively with your friends. You know, mm-hmm. like you can you can go out there and have those skill sets and stuff. And and for me, like my my big overall goal is to get every paintball field in the United States to when they have kids come out make them play splatmaster yeah because the kids are going to love it and they're going to come back and if kids love it and come back then guess what our sport's going to grow right because that that's our biggest demographic that we don't have and now if these kids keep coming back and telling their friends like hey not only is it a lot of fun but it doesn't hurt like yeah well that was the thing because the first time i got one was at world cup and i went to just kind of go try it out after the day was over with the webcast and uh and I shot it, and I was like, this is sweet. And then that was one of the first things I did was just take it and shoot myself in the hand to see, okay, well, how yeah, hard point, do these things blank. hit point blank? Just shot myself in the hand because I want to know. I need to know if I'm going to talk about this. Right. I got to know. It's either that or have somebody shoot me. You know? so I'm like, I would have shot you, bro. Just I know so you, you know. would have totally done it. I, I love you that it. much. It sweet. But I was like, so, I, yeah, and it, you know, yeah, it's, it, it hits hard enough to break, but 
it really doesn't hit that hard, you know. No. So it's perfect for. I mean, what's the youngest that those the kids can probably play with them? Well, honestly, three, I guess, I, with your honestly, kid playing. The, yeah, at, at your home depends. you can do whatever there's, you want. There's, uh, I guess there's uh, uh, two different. I don't know the big insurances. He might know it better, but one of the insurance companies says, you know, as long as you feel it's safe. Yeah, down to you know, six. At Camp Pendleton, they're they're running kids six and up. Wow, yeah. you know, six year old kids playing paintball. Can you now? And and for me, as right? a, impressive, a, a fan How of the awesome sport. Like, I watch kids play paintball forever, right? And they sit in the back, and they shoot their guns and try to run out of ammo because they're scared, man. Yeah. They hear those paintballs hitting the rock, the wood next to them, and they're just like, wow, there's no way I want any piece of that. Yeah. And we had a birthday party come out. They played 68 all day. The oldest kid was 13. Youngest was 10. And they had fun, and I interviewed them. I'm like, would you guys come out and play again? Every one of them said, yeah. One kid had a big bloody blister on his stomach. Mm-hmm. So he might not have had the chance. You know, if he went home and his mom saw that, she might have just been like, that's it. You're done. Yeah. They went out and played paint, uh, Splatmaster for like 20 minutes. And it was night and day. It was like the first time they went out and played, they were a little tentative. They were just kind of sitting back there dinking at each other. And the first time one of the kids got shot, he like looked at it and he's like, wow, that, that didn't hurt. <laughs> they all went down, reloaded the game, switched sides, and it's my little JT field. You know. And now within one game, they're out there bunkering each other laughing about bunkering show the kid that, at the wall that got bunkered turns and spins around and starts blasting his buddy what a his, cheating monster <laughs> his buddy turns around and starts blasting them but they were having a blast and the and the, the difference from watching kids playing in a kind of a scared environment to all of a sudden running down the field and bunkering the 50 out for me as a fan of paintball i'm like wow when these kids are 15 16 year old they're gonna be savages yeah well that was one of the things i was thinking about too because they are pump guns is we've also kind of lost the the concept not because p- pump's huge too and m- mad respect uh to everyone that plays pump actually in the office we had a pretty sweet uh ccm pump gun in here and uh ccm if you're listening um call me up i want one um please send one to my address which i'm not giving out right now but i really <laughs> so uh but i was like man this is a this is a dope pump gun but and i and we were having just kind of having a little paintball nerd moment talking about how awesome pump game is because the pump game is a game of movement it's a game of gunfighting it's and, and all of paintball is that but when you play pump you don't have the crutch of the firepower yeah, right. and yeah there's nothing more fun than blazing a gun away as fast as it will shoot that in and of itself just shooting a gun that's fast and shoots real good like all the top guns that are out there, there's a lot of great top guns but with the Splatmaster now and these kids using that, they're going to start at yep. an early age with movement accuracy and, yeah, and all moving, that stuff. I mean, that, that, that be totally, you know, and I think that that's yeah. a cool thing because that, if that's where they start from, it's like almost throwing it way back to when you had the first time you go out to a rental field when I was young. If you, you could, you could upgrade to a semi that didn't really work that great <laughs> or you could get the pump gun for cheaper. And the first time I went out, yep. it was a pump gun. So it was Me like, too. that's where you yep. start, you know? And it was a blast, right? Yeah. It was so fun. So much fun. And yeah. then, and the nice thing about it also being a pump is it doesn't cost you two or three cases of paint to play for that day. Mm-hmm. You can go out with your Z200 shotgun or your Z100 pistol. You can play all day on you know half a case. And, and it, what's it cost you, 15 bucks? Yeah. I mean, that's... And, and the 50 and, cal and, stuff's cheaper than the 60. Yeah, and the too. nice thing about it is there's no CO2 compressed air. So the three of us literally could go outside right now with, no, with nothing, no compressed air, no CO2, load up three guns, run around the parking lot, and just play paintball. I got a... Uh, a Facebook post from some mom and she, they basically just put trash cans and turned over chairs in their backyard and later on I felt bad like if, if she lived closer if I knew her what I'd get her some bunkers yeah. but she's like we're going to save up and get the kids a couple Doritos okay. and the kids are out there playing on the pavement behind trash cans and having a blast that's awesome that's really good to hear so let's um let's talk about the team a little bit more who do you guys have because you know, I think a lot of the game now is very positional I mean, it's always been relatively positional, but the, with the, the, the skill sets and the, um, the, 
the way how good these players are getting and how you really need guys to do specific jobs it's always been that way but now i mean even in you know, it's there's you know the one, the twos, and the threes. I mean, that nomenclature's kind of just come into the game in the past couple of years because it's very indicative of what that guy actually does. The one's the first guy in the snake, this, or the first guy to go, first guy to attack. Second guy plays off the first guy, and the third guy is the support guy. And so, for your team, how do you guys feel you're stacking up? Let's talk about the one area. Obviously, Thomas, you know, you're one of the best snake players to do it. Um, I mean, I know how is the knee? Is the knee okay? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, my knee's good. It's uh. You know, it's I'm not, I'm not sure it's 100% yet. You know, I got a brace that I'll be playing with. But, you know, like I said, I've been working, uh, you know, agility, speed, you know, all that kind of stuff. You know, ladder, cones, you know, shuffles, stairs, bleachers, track, you know. And, uh, you know, I do all that without my brace. And it's okay. You know, I mean, it, it gets a little sore. But, you know, when I play, I put the brace on. And, you know, so, you know, Lord willing, it won't get any worse. It'll just keep getting better. Nice. Yeah. Well, I know you're, you're – uh quite the, the the guy who loves to train you know so that's one thing i always anytime i was talking about thomas i'm like thomas is going to do whatever he needs to do to get on the field he'll do rehab or whatever he's got to do that kid's going to be in the gym doing whatever it takes um speaking of gyms are you guys still boxing during hell week or how's that going on we used to beat we the just crap a, out of yeah, each other yeah we just did a, a again going back it's uh you know it's a different team than it used to be you know we we, we basically got four vets in me thomas riley and junior um and then we got a group of kids, and then we got five. Our, we got Aaron Foley too. He's been around yeah. for a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. Foley's absolutely a vet now for sure. <laughs> but he's, he's so <laughs> sensitive that I don't know if he gets the full vet, you know. <laughs> he's, and he's pretty too, and there's not a lot of pretty vets out there. Yeah. But uh, he's obviously got the knowledge of the vets. Mm-hmm. But it's you know it's a different team, and I don't know how well those guys would, and or how constructive punching him in the face would be. <laughs> but uh, we do it. We do into Paul's, and we did I'm our workouts, and it, it was uh, it was good, man. It was uh, it was brutal, but it was good. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, haven't had a uh, what? Uh, I mean, we've we've done some like some training days where we train, you know, at the at Paul's gym and, they, and go out and play. But you know, with just you know, like it's a different time with the way lives are and people working here and living there. We haven't got together for a full hell week in a, in a couple of years where everybody's like, all right, just take this week off of life and you weren't gonna get the stuff kicked out yeah. of us. It's for, honestly uh, hard just week. to get guys to come to a regular practice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> honestly, you know, I mean, and, and it's not it's not bad. It's not a negative thing, but the industry has changed significantly. Mm-hmm. You know, we used to get a skid of paint every week, all week. You know, we used to get all these things that would help us do like get a, t- a group of guys together for a week at work. You know, but it train. is cool to see that the industry is starting to I mean, obviously the economy is getting a little bit better and yeah, you know, paintball is sure. not a cheap activity, um, you know, unless you are out there, you know, throwing pump guns at each other. But uh but it start, you're starting to see a lot of the, the best teams in the world really start ponying up and trying yep. to yep. do whatever it takes to be those top teams, you know? Well, and, and the, the harder those top teams push themselves, the harder the rest of us have to push ourselves, right? Yeah. I mean, everyone has, you know, whoever is in the old days, success has set the bar, right? Yeah. We were out there doing Hell Week. We were out there playing every single weekend, and that forced everybody to come up to our level. Things happened. Industry changed. You know, there was that kind of hit or whatever, and everybody just kind of fell off. But now the teams are doing it again, and that's you know Houston Heat and those other guys are, are forcing people to be like, oh well, that's what they're doing, and we got to do it harder than they're doing, and it's stepping up, and I think it's great. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, okay, so let's talk about the ones again. Who do you got playing the ones on each side? So Thomas, you're going to play the one on the snake side, front front guy snake. Yeah, and our our other guy we have is uh, Jaime. Okay, Jaime Lopez. How do you feel Jaime's playing now? He's Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, you know I, what I love about Jaime is uh, he's one of those kids that you. Uh, you know, you have to teach people a lot of certain things. He's one of those kids that just, uh, he always produces. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, I wouldn't say he's, he, you know, he's the fastest. I wouldn't say, you know, you know I don't know what his skill, the, the skill he has is he, he kills people. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, 
for that, so that's good. You know, that's good. He's going to go in there, and, um, you know, he's going to produce kills. You know, he, he always takes takes someone with him, and mm-hmm. so uh, that's really, really good for us, you know, having having someone else that we can depend on because, you know, I mean, you know how many people we brought through the, the team when you were here and, and how many people we brought through since. There's been a lot of guys that have played that position, but there's something different between, you know, being able to play a position and something, you know, taking the dude with you, you know. So yeah. we're, we've been really happy with him, uh, you know, every chance we've given him big game little game he always steps up so you know he's one of those guys I, I got faith in if you know you know he makes his bunker and he gets in there you know he's going to kill someone so nice and now what about on the drito side um well we got aaron tholey ryan i mean riley soul mm-hmm. and then we're removing a couple bodies around like pat slattery um maybe jesse you know jesse's back yes <laughs> yeah just so jesse lapid's yeah, back yeah. on excessive jesse and, and, lapid uh played with you guys before played when i was on the team yeah and then I played with him on energy too. Good paintball player. Yeah. And I feel like our team is more ones and threes. Like we don't have a ton of twos, you know? Mm-hmm. Riley and Aaron can both play those two positions. I say Riley's Obviously, Thomas two. can play that, that two position. Yeah. But when Riley's in the one position and he's on point, he's devastating. Yeah. There's nobody can handle that. He's really, really good. It's cool to also see, because I remember when Riley first came up. You know, he had that kind of reputation as kind of a dick. Oh, yeah. Well, and no, it wasn't reputation. It was true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I just remember we'd go and play NorCal and have to play against Bob Long's team at his field, at his ranch, with, like, stakes sticking out of the ground. It'd be <laughs> 32 degrees outside, and Bobby's guns are shooting on just set on straight ridiculous mode. Laser mode. Yeah, and, and you know, Riley's just trying to big league everybody. <laughs> but uh, now he's a family man. Like, yeah, every time yeah. I talk to him, he's super nice. Like, yeah, he's, he's actually really nice he's actually though. come a long, long way. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's actually, I, we just actually talked about this on the way down. I, at one time, wanted to kill Riley. And I was like, if I ever catch this dude away from a paintball field, I'm going to see if he's as tough as he thinks he is. <laughs> and then he stuck around long enough that I started to respect him, but I still didn't like him. Mm-hmm. And even when he came over the, onto the team, we needed him. He was a good player. We took him, but yeah. I didn't like the dude. And uh, well, I remember when he first got on excessive, I was like, "There's no way Riley Sullivan is playing on excessive." And I mean, it, but it was true. But I didn't, you know, realize the situation and how much he, you know, he's a cool dude and yeah. that sort of and, thing. And, and obviously, I mean, he. Let, I mean, all kidding aside, the guy can play some paintball. Oh yeah. You know? So I mean, and if you've seen him with his shirt player. off, oh my god. Yeah. Well, you know. So, but now, I mean, honestly, he's <laughs> one of the one of the guys yeah. on the team that <laughs> I like guys with the nice the most. genetics. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Thank you for making me pale and hairy. God, yeah, he, he's never it. actually worked <laughs> out a day in his life. <laughs> really? Yeah, he eats oh, cheeseburgers one of those all day. Guys. All day, every day. <laughs> Man, must be nice. <laughs> but uh, he's 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 really come full circle, and he's a really good dude now, and he's a really respectful. And like I said earlier, he's he's not one of those egomaniacs that's like I'm the best paintball player ever, so deal with it and deal with all the repercussions of it. He's like I'm yeah. I'm actually going to go out there and figure out how I can make myself better. Mm-hmm. So he and he's one of the like I was talking to Thomas on the way down. He's like one of the guys on the team now that I really feel like is one of the better guys. Where you know he's not negative. He's not you know he's he's a positive force on the team. That's awesome. And it's so important to have those dudes that are po- you know positive. And you need that out of your veterans. Oh yeah. Because you can't have a problem child veteran. Yes. Yeah. That's so annoying. It's nothing worse than having a guy on the team who's put, you know he's got tons of years in the game and he's still a dick. Yeah. You know, you're like, really, man, we need leaders out here. Well, and it's, you're it's so that, good, we'll keep you around. It's Jesus. that negative positive thing, you know? It's yeah. like uh, some dudes are just negative dudes, and they just bring everybody around him down. Mm-hmm. And then there's dudes that are positive dudes and kind of bring everybody around him up, and he's become one of those positive dudes. And it, it really, it, it, I think it's one of the things that really helps the dynamic on the team. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Tholey's huh. been pretty good for you guys, too, man. That, you know, he's he's a good player. So, And he's he's one of those guys that always seems to be – 
pretty consistent, you know. I mean, when I watched him play, at least I haven't got to see him a ton play a ton in the past couple of years, but you know, like he helped shock out a little bit when he came on the scene for them last year, and I know he's been a contributor for he's, you guys. He's a beast, man. Uh, both of those guys are beasts. Uh, you know, the one thing that's hard in paintball at our level is to be consistent. You know, to be the best guy on the field all the time is hard. But both of those guys, when they're on point, they're the best dudes on the team or and on the field. But keeping them consistently on that is challenging. One of the things we've asked Aaron to do this season, because he played really good for us last season, but we need him to play a little bit better, is we asked him to come to another practice. You know, one more practice, because basically we only get one practice out of him per event. Because he's still, he's still living up in Minnesota? Yeah, well, he's got, a, he's got vintage field, paintball yeah. now. He's got the field in the store. So even though he's more busy than he's ever been he was able to commit to us to actually coming out for an extra week of practice and that meant a lot to us man mm -hmm. the fact that you know he was willing to put all that aside come out here and and i feel like he played at probably 80 percent of where he needed to be last year and that's you know 80 percent most guys 80 percent is awesome yeah and if, if we can get 90 85 90 percent of that dude watch out well it's like we always used to say i mean it's really tough to plan and strategically move players around and count on guys if one game you're playing at a 10 and the next game you're playing at a 2. Yeah, I, for I'll sure. take consistent 7 and 8s all yep. day long over the 10 and the 2 even guy. A, I'll even take a 6. Yeah, Give me a 6 that always is a 6 mm -hmm. and give me 5 of those, those dudes and we can have a badass team. Yeah, It's when sure. you got those 10 and 2 dudes like you're talking about that you're like, and we just talked about this again on the way down, you know, when you're driving for 8 hours you have lots to talk about. But like uh, when you got those 10 and 2s, it's, it's tough because you, you, like you, you go to practice and this dude's playing at 10. So you make your whole game plan around everybody circle themselves around Thomas, yeah. protect Thomas because Thomas is playing at 10, he's going to kill everybody. Yeah. And we get to the tournament and, and all of a sudden he's not playing at that 10 and then we're like we're losing now yeah. we have no other game plans because we, you know, we've, we've made our game plan based on this guy playing really really good in practice mm -hmm. and it kind of has hurt us in the past yeah. so now we're trying to take some steps to change that to you know, switch it up be more you know, versatile play both tapes and all kinds of stuff so that if a guy does come in at 10 in practice then uh, shows up at 2 we can kind of figure it out yeah who are the, some of the guys on your team because you know most people if they've been following the game for a couple of years have heard the name Riley Sullivan you know, they've heard about Foley. They definitely know you, too. Um, but, you know, Jaime... Most people probably know Jerry. Yeah. Jerry D'Amato. Jerry D'Amato. You know, yeah. yeah but he's... He's crazy. Um, is he still little little jacked guy now? Or Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, yeah he's jacked. God, how did he get so jacked? He lifted weight once. He lifted weight once. He's genetic. He was you like, know, he's one of those kids, though, when he decided, okay, you know, I'm going to do this. Next thing you know, I mean, he's showing up and in between breaks. You know, we're out there, you know, we're pulling pods out of our pack. He's pulling out cans of tuna, you know, eating them. You know, that like kid just, eats nonstop. You know, just, just, you know, he's literally he goes to he bed. Do it. He's just done it. Yeah. You know? He goes to bed with a cliff bar in his hand. And like Lou and I have both seen him at two in the morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> just rabbit gnawing on a cliff yeah. bar at and, three o'clock. And in he the doesn't put, he doesn't, you know, that equals lean muscle for him. Like if I ate all the time, I'd be fatter than I am now. But he eats all the time and he just gets bigger and stronger. Well, some I was talking to Scott Kemp about this the other day, um, and you know he's like, dude, because there's like three different body, you know, generally you know, everyone, yeah, there's three different yeah. body types, yeah. And some guys are like that. You what, know, they're, they're what, the Riley the Sullivans. They could just their body. Do you remember is the a name? Furnace. Do you yeah. remember the name of the, of the good one? The uh, one that we don't have. Ectomorph. Ectomorph. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to think about that. It's like day. ectomorph, endomorph, and I can't remember the other. Fatomorph. One, yeah. Yeah. Fat it's, laser. I think it's fat laser morph. Like middle yeah. morph. Middle morph. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've always been in really good shape, though. You know, I mean, you've always. I feel like I worked a little bit harder than those. At no point have we ever guys. been like, man, Thomas is getting chubby. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> My God, he's getting. Is he chubby. pregnant? Yeah. 
Who let Thomas into the Doritos and the Ding Dongs? That <laughs> boy getting a little tire around his waist. Yeah. Now you've always kept yourself in good shape, but you know you have struggled with injuries a lot. You know throughout your career. Um, hey, I'm built like the old autococker, baby. I'm riding that line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm riding that line. It still works. <laughs> clunking along. <laughs> check, 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 still check, check, works. check, check, check. Uh, you know, Thomas, since we got you here, I want to talk a little bit about aggressive mindset. You know, because you're one of the most aggressive guys out there. You know, what's kind of going through your mind when you're out there? It's something that maybe kids that are struggling with aggression or guys that are trying to tone it down and figure out where to ride that line. How is that? How do you, how do you think about that when you head into an event or a practice? Um, well, you know, I... I don't know if I have an exact like mindset like and I go through it, you know, but uh, uh, you know, the one thing I always tell the kids, you know, when, when, when they're asking me like, you know, what do you do is, you know, um, since day one, my mentality is, is just, you know, take, take as much ground as you possibly can. You know, I don't feel like, you know, maybe I was a bad shot. I'm not sure, but, but my, my whole LaSoy point. used to always say that. <laughs> yeah, we, we, me and LaSoy did a podcast uh, last <laughs> week and. And that's what he said. I'm like, I pretty much ask him the same question. And he's like, I'm a terrible shot. I got to get as close as possible, you know? <laughs> well, and, and it, but it's easier, right? You know, I mean, if you could be, if they're whatever, uh, you know, if, they're, if there's four or five snake knuckles, if you go to snake five off the break, you're going to get one or two packs and then have to get a gunfight, you know? So mm-hmm. um, for me, it's, I mean, yeah, sometimes I'm overly aggressive. Like, you know, um, you know, I'm waiting for an opportunity to go bunker their back right. Just because I feel like I'm not. I'm not the type of person that I don't plan on living through the game. That's that's not my job. Mm-hmm. My job is to cause as much chaos as possible, take as many bodies as I can, and leave. You know, and so can uh, I, I just mean, interrupt for one second? Yeah, yeah. If you could start living for the whole game, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> <He's laughs> if you can write years, that down, no, no, and be and be aggressive, be aggressive, just stay alive. But then, Rich, please I mean, continue. You, just, you don't want please Thomas continue. to steal all your glory. You know, <laughs> please I mean, take it. Kills for you. <laughs> take it. You know, um, you know, and and you know that. Uh, on the funny side of that, you know, I've had to learn, you know, when we went through the transition excessive and the other, because the other part of your question was like, if they want to tone it down, I've, you know, Rich has had to teach me how to tone it down because, you know, I've only, I've always had just a go button, you know, when, uh, you know, when I played rugby, you know, I wasn't sitting back, you know, if I could hit someone, I'm going to hit someone when mm-hmm. I was wrestling, you know, you know, I didn't want to goof around. I wanted to take you to the, you know, that and, and pin you when I, we were in football. I love the heads up battle. I didn't care how big you were. I'm like, man, I might be able to get this guy, you know, and that's kind of how I'm built. So I like that, you know, you know, in your face, you know, type of thing. So for me going, you know, once they started building these beautiful snakes that were huge and long, it was just like, naturally, of course I'm a snake player because <laughs> I could go to their side, you yeah. know. Wait, let me get this straight. You mean that bunker runs most of the length of the field? I know. I, like, I want to oh go that way. Goodness, this is like a highway of deliciousness, yeah. you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, and also that's one of the things that will get you noticed. You know, when people are like, oh, how do I get on a better team or – it's like, well, one of the best ways to get noticed by a team is to be For really sure. hyper-aggressive. Well, and as long as you're producing kills, right? Because there's that, there's that fine line, like Absolutely. you said, toning it down, where those guys that are, you know, some guys that, you know, I mean, I don't know how many have known that have been much faster than me. I'll make whatever bunker you're sending all day, but then immediately come out and get shot in the face, you know? And that doesn't do you good any good either. So, you know, uh, learning, Rich has been able to teach me over the years, learning that, you know, there's a time and a place for everything, right? You know, mm-hmm. so sometimes you want to get in there real, real fast, and that's it. You've done your job, you know, because there's not a lot of good shots. Well, you got to play smart. I mean, obviously, you know, that's a big element of the game, too, but aggression's kind of one of those things that's really hard to teach. Like, I can teach a guy to gunfight. I can teach you and help refine timing and all that sort of 100%. stuff. But it's like, I remember 
you know, if I saw somebody who I knew was really, really fast, I'd always, I'd even say this sometimes, I'd go to him and be like, hey man, you know, I know you're going to the snake off the break, but no, I'm not. I'd be like, no, nah, I know you're going. Don't worry. Cause you know, I got 800 little friends and they all can run faster than you can. So don't even <laughs> worry about it. You're going to get shot eventually. No, don't, don't want to own you. I'd be like, yeah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> right. Cause you know, like, do you still might try to mind mail people all the time? Frazy, Alex Frazy still them, smash loves them all the to time. do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And they don't Ace, even know. Ace was always good, dude. He always had something to say before the match. You know, I mean, we went back and forth. What was it like? Two years straight with him, us in the finals, like every single tournament. And after a while, I'm like, Ace, I've heard that one three times. Yeah. You know, you didn't get the side of the field you wanted. Nice try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you say it every time, though. Yeah. We got the side of the field. You're gonna lose this time. You yeah. know, but, but he is good at that. But you I know? think he that's one of those. That. Yeah, that's one of those things that I don't know if people understand how much you can mind meld your opponents <laughs> oh, yeah. if yeah. you really want to and that because that used to be 100 percent. yeah it used to be like i remember when i first started when, when i first started playing bigger teams pro um and had that happen to me for the first time you know and you don't really know what to think because you got this guy maybe you've heard of him before you know the team or something and they're trying to get in your head and you don't even really realize it you know but it's like or maybe you do realize it but you don't know what to think or say back and then you're like Man, I should have handled that situation. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got me. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm always on point to mess with the other guys. Yeah, any, any, it just get them thinking or second guessing themselves. Do you have any players in particular that you like? To, maybe you have like verbal sparring matches with on a regular basis, or just in uh, general. Doesn't even need to be kids you like to mind melt. There's one kid that you guys probably don't know. His name's Oliver Lang. I've never heard of him before. Yeah, and I, I don't think I successfully mind melt Oliver, but I do like getting into it with him all the time because he does. He you know pretty. He'll pretty quickly get heated and then kind of forget that, you know, we have a pretty good relationship. And then, oh, like, you know, maybe I shouldn't be so mad at Rich or whatever. He's probably just messing with me. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I enjoy I enjoy giving all of our hard time. What about you, Thomas? No, I don't know if I, I don't know if I mess with anybody too bad, you know. Uh, He's I'm, too I'm nice. not sure that I have a, you know, I don't have anyone that I that I pick out a pick out of the club. There's a few people that like to come to me to try to try to like you know the same thing oh i know where you're going what you're doing i'm like hell yeah you know where i'm going <laughs> yeah yeah that's I'm going true to year into that's the the, yeah. will you beat me there because you got to go less distance all right let's see it <laughs> you know? you know, so. well when you're on your game that's one of those things i mean you know people it's not a great secret obviously thomas is going to go to the snake and he's going to try to get as far as he can but it's one of those things that it's kind of like when we were all playing on the ironman back in the day and you know, Dave Youngblood, I remember he always used to say this to us, and Shane did too, but he'd be like, look, they know what we're going to do, but they have to stop it. Yeah, they got to beat us. They have to beat us, you know? And now, these days, I mean, by the time you get to the finals, every single one of your games has been scouted. We're recording everything. And it's all broadcast. And watched, yeah, every, and it, you know, the statistics. I mean, we're dissecting yeah. every element we're of the game. We're actually flying John Madden in for a lot of the matches to Tight, do our... because I need a break every <laughs> now <and laughs> Well, no, no, for us, just to do the oh, commentary. okay, Dan. Drawing the circles and squares and arrows and such sweet um so as far as i mean how do you guys feel about this year you know i mean coming into the psp now i mean are you guys super stoked on this do you see it as another trial to just in you know endure so i mean where's your mindset at right now thank you for watching part one the real deal podcast with thomas taylor and rich telford from team excessive i'm eddie marshall we'll be back next week with part two peace